man. How about that? I was like, yeah, how about that? Yeah, Dude, there's something really cool I want to show you, too, uh, when we get started here. We are started. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Nerd Theory. We're very excited today. Um, I was just telling Josh, I was up super late reading Howard Kazanjian's autobiography, or pretty much. It's a really nice book. Um, I've started from, I read the first few chapters, and then I went through where he started talking about Star Wars, which was like a page 100 or something like that, 200. And then I finished it to the end, which is like 340 or something like that. Wow. It's a really nice book. Um, so anyways, that's that's what we're going to be talking about today is the statements that Marcia Lucas, George Lucas's ex-wife, said regarding the sequel trilogy, uh, Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams, because she goes pretty hard on them. Yeah. And, um, you know, while saying, while being respectful and saying that she really likes Kathy and all that stuff. Did you get a chance to read it yet? So I definitely have not read the book. I looked at a couple different articles because she blasts uh, she blasts the prequels as well, really, really hard. So she, she like did. she she went crazy. Well, I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but she just went hard. No, she did, it, bro. Right? She she blasted the prequels just as much as she blasted the. Uh, well, she just she just went hard on like everything. Like in my opinion, and and I know Star Wars fans like this too. I'm sure you do as well. That are like the OTs, the only good one. Like you know what I mean. Like original trilogy is the only one, and so she just she went super hard uh she goes super hard on kathy and jj and i think that a lot of what she says is shared that feeling is shared by a lot of different people um and then she blasts the uh the phantom menace in particular but you know the the prequels just in general as well um and even then i think that what she's talking about is probably founded and you know she's an editor right and she worked on the ot and she did a lot of work on the original trilogy in fact it's it's sort of out there and i don't know how much this is confirmed or not that she more or less saved especially the first star wars movie that star wars a new uh, what at the time was just star wars was a pretty much a mess and even if you watch empire of dreams like george kind of admits this right like he kind yeah. of admits that like it's a mess at one point right. uh and they go in there and uh, she really does sort of save that film and, and help steer his vision. So, yeah, I, I did get a chance to, to read some of this stuff. I'm sure you have a ton of thoughts about it, though. I do. My video is actually being edited right now uh, as we speak, and it's going to be up tomorrow for you guys. It's like almost 20 minutes long, and I've got chapters on each thing that I start talking about because I'm going through, and it's it's live as I'm going first going through the actual book, and I'm reading off some segments of the book. That just blow my mind. And, you know, finally, we have someone who is powerful, someone who is a female talking about Star Wars and going in on everything that, you know, a lot of the so-called toxic male fans have been saying. So now they really don't have anything to say because this is, first of all, a female. And second of all, it's someone who literally shaped the original trilogy with her editing. She did yeah. a lot with the originals. Like, for example, one little piece in the end where... Palpatine dies, he was originally just going to go splat to the bottom. And she's like, no, this is the most powerful dude in the universe. Like, we need to have this guy have some sort of a big explosion or big cataclysmic yeah. ending. And so she's like, and we need a nuclear reaction when he dies. So that was another thing that she added. She did a so lot for the originals of the people. Yeah, no. she was a great creative force. That's Yeah, that's really cool to see. And I, you know, I agree with you that the thing that's always bugged me about this, and I don't know if you and I have ever had this actual particular conversation here, but one of the things, because, you know, like one of my triggers is Star Wars fans, right? Which is ironic, of course, mm -hmm. because of the show and everything that we do. But uh, one of the things that's always bugged me is the generalization or sort of thinking that criticizing the sequel trilogy is 
automatically uh like makes you a bigot or, or makes you exist or... yeah one of the isms you know what i mean and, and i always thought that was really really stupid is i accidentally removed you i'm sorry i don't know why I, I tried to remove this huh? what? anyways guys this is the book that you guys need to pick up this is the one that just came out on the 15th or 14th i believe of september so just uh, a few days ago um, yeah sorry, josh continue no, i'm gonna no, go no, grab my my kindle so i can read off a piece of what cool, cool, cool. is actually about yeah yeah do you think do you think and uh dude i want to show the chat something real quick while uh while theory's going to do this guys if you have not seen this there is a book by daniel warren johnson a comic book that he created called old man skywalker okay and I wanted to show you guys this because a lot of us, like, you know, people get made fun of for, like, wanting Luke to be more epic and have more awesome uh, scenes. And this little comic book right here has, so, like, one of the most epic Luke Skywalker stories that uh, that I've ever seen. It is absolutely incredible. Fantastic art. And uh, there's not even any, there's no dialogue on it, but Luke does one of the coolest things I've ever seen Luke do in any fan fiction or any uh star wars thing and so i highly recommend people check what this is this? so this is a, a book called old man skywalker it's a little comic book that's created by daniel warren johnson who is a comic book artist he's done uh he's done a lot of different things he, he does some stuff for beta ray bill at marvel right now he has a very unique style and he wrote a story this is official or no, 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 no. It's it's like it's actually fiction. Yeah, it's actually kind of hard to find actual copies of it. But uh yeah, it's like a fan fiction that he did and it is friggin' sweet, dude. It's one of the cool like it it just does what I think a lot of fans wish we would have seen Luke do more in the sequel. So, anyway. Anyways, um I'm gonna go over this in detail tomorrow, guys. So make sure you check out that video. It's gonna be a long one and I'm gonna have chapters for you guys to uh jump to different parts that you may be interested in and skip the ones that you're maybe not interested in. <clears throat> um, but many different people say different things, and I'm just going to reveal what uh, Marcia Lucas said uh, about the sequels in her opinion. Um, she says, I like Kathleen. I always liked her, says Marcia Lucas. She was full of beans. She was really smart and really bright, really wonderful woman. And I liked her husband, Frank. I liked them a lot. Now that she's running Lucasfilm and making movies, it seems to me that Kathy Kennedy and J.J. Abrams don't have a clue about Star Wars. They don't get it, and J.J. Abrams is writing these stories. When I saw that movie where they kill Han Solo, I was furious. I was furious when they killed Han Solo. Absolutely, positively, there was no rhyme or reason to it. I thought, you don't get the Jedi story. You don't get the magic of Star Wars. You're getting rid of Han Solo. And then at the end of this last one, The Last Jedi, they have Luke disintegrate. They killed Han Solo, they killed Luke Skywalker, and they don't have Princess Leia anymore. And they're spitting out movies every year. And they think it's important to appeal to a woman's audience. So now their main character is this female who's supposed to have Jedi powers. But we don't know how she got Jedi powers or who she is. It sucks. The storylines are terrible. Just terrible. Awful. You can quote me, J.J. Abrams, Kathy Kennedy. Talk to me. So, I mean, you know, I'd love to see the media try to spin this as some sort of a uh, toxic male sort of thing like they always do. Because this is coming from literally the woman who was, first of all, shaping Star Wars when George was creating it yeah. um, and edited the original movies. So I'm gonna, I'm very excited to see how they're going to spin this now because I don't think they can. Yeah. And maybe they just need to come to the fact that, look, 
people just have different opinions about this movie and it doesn't have anything to do with being racist. Or, I'm not saying those people don't exist. I'm sure they exist out there. Yeah. But majority of fans aren't racist or sexist or anything like that. They just wanted a, something that was akin to Star Wars and what George Lucas created. And nobody really knows it better than the woman who was married to George when he was creating the original trilogy. Yeah, 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 for sure. And was in the cutting room floor, like, like editing literally everything, hours of work. She was the woman, and no one really knows this, and she says it in the beginning too. She's like, I didn't really want to come out and say stuff yeah. because I was just going to be called, you know, sour grapes. I was going to be the wife, the ex-wife of George Lucas. And it's like, George is this mastermind, revolutionary, imaginative person. And I'm just going to be here, you know, saying stuff. Now, she also goes on to say stuff about the prequels as well. Yeah. So she even said that when she saw episode one, she went into her car, she cried because it was so horrible. Yeah. You know, she was like, why is this six year old looking child like falling in love with someone who looks like they're 20 years old? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and the story was just whack. She said, the, you know, we're supposed to be focusing on the Jedi on, on Anakin Skywalker dismantling the Jedi order, which is what most fans thought it was going to be about. Instead, mm -hmm. we got, you know, this kid and uh, it just wasn't what she expected and she said it was all cgi blah 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 which i disagree with but i do understand her point of view and i understand the point of view of all the people who didn't like the prequels because i was i was a young kid when i saw all of that hatred and all of that discourse yeah while i really liked them because you know you're a kid you don't have anything to really compare it to all that much you didn't you know i saw the original star wars movies when I was six years old, and then I saw episode nine when I was nine years old. So I had three years. Yeah. But I can understand like people like my parents or whatever who grew up with the originals and were, you know, in that revolutionary time when the originals came out in the theaters and changed the face of the world, how it may be actually so vastly different from the originals mm -hmm. to go to the prequels and see Jar Jar and see it about this little kid and all that stuff. Yeah, it is really for different. me. I loved it. So you know what I mean, it it is really really different than the OT, and I think it's just really different than what a lot of people thought was coming for Star Wars in general. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's look, it's a very interesting case study. She is obviously an influential person, and I think her opinion does hold a lot of weight. So I saw a lot of people sort of trying to, you know, downplay uh, this story online or just talk about how it doesn't really, really affect their enjoyment of it but which it shouldn't by the way it shouldn't affect your personal enjoyment of it i i agree with that sentiment no. but i also think that like what she's speaking to here is really like it's sort of the tragedy of i think the sequel trilogy and like problems with disney star wars i've always tried just to, to sort of kindly point out the more maybe progressive voices or the people out there that you wouldn't normally think of as this you know toxic male kind of thing that yeah. dislike star wars or that have problems with what's going on with uh disney star wars at the moment um like i remember we talked about this i think it was a month or two ago the writer of the next Ant-Man film that was a, he was a, um, he was a Rick and Morty guy. He was talking about Michael Waldron, who I think is an absolute genius and who is apparently writing Kevin Feige's Star Wars, right? And so he was talking about how Michael Waldron probably has, in his opinion, the perfect mix to actually elevate Star Wars and to take it into the next place. But he was very quick to say, but he doesn't think that he jives with sort of Kathy Kennedy and Kathy's, uh, you know, regime. And I think that's kind of an interesting thing that she says, because in the in the comments, she kind of points out that since she started making the movies, 
it was clear to her that she didn't know Star Wars at all, right? So she's like, "Look, I like yeah. Kathy, and you know, I like uh, Frank, and they're they're good people and all that." But she's like, now that she's running Lucasfilm and making movies, it seems to me that they just don't have a clue about Star Wars. You know what I mean? And that's just such a candid and and probably straightforward answer. It's something that I think a lot of fans have ultimately thought and felt you know what i mean in, in a lot of different ways so yeah fair play to her you know what i mean totally fair play to her i think at the end of the day it would be great if we could get to the point where there wasn't um this sort of fan issue anymore and we could like let it go because i think there are a lot of sequel fans that are just as toxic as anti-sequel fans about i think, I think the they're more toxic actually yeah, I would say in some cases, I, I don't because know. They don't let you have an opinion and then and, and they'll brand you as being, you know, sexist, racist or um, toxic. If you just like me, for example, I get branded as, you know, uh, sexist or, or um, uh, being toxic because I don't like the sequels. And it's like mm -hmm. I have never once said, you know, you're not a true Star Wars fan if you like the sequels. By all means, I wish I love the sequels. I, I wish you enjoy the sequels for many years to come and you share it with your kids and so on and so forth. If you choose to have kids and just live life and enjoy it, man, enjoy the, enjoy the sequels as much as you can, yeah. but it's just not for me. And I've, I've explained my reasons, but people would like to go out of their way to make sure that, um, you know, for sure that if people don't align with your views, then it's your fault. You are a piece of garbage. You're not the star Wars fan. And it's kind of like, it's ironic in a sense because they're doing exactly what they don't want to be done to them, but they're doing mm -hmm. it to other people. Yeah. And I they agree. just don't see it because they're blinded by anger. I agree with you. I mean, I think for me, I would say I, here's the way I would describe it is that I think the sequel defenders trigger me more on a personal level, but I don't know that I could say that they're actually more toxic on the whole. You know what I mean? It really just depends. There's toxic people on both sides. I mean, you literally got a death threat from somebody because you liked episode nine at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that wasn't a sequel defender. You know what I mean? They said so, they were going to R word my ex fiance. And yeah, so that's uh, pretty and toxic. Kill me <laughs> at my next meetup. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, it's, it's, there's toxic people on both sides. There's extremes. There's people that are crazy for sure. But I think the, the larger part of the Star Wars discourse has sort of been broken. And I think fundamentally, one of the big problems was that it didn't seem like there was a place for people that just didn't like the sequels to congregate at least via social media. This is why the fandom menace sort of formed, right? Because they didn't really have a place to go and they were so widely chastised and sort of uh, denigrated online that uh, they sort of formed up, you know, again, like against the world, you know, so to speak. And that division is still felt to this day and is ultimately the most damaging thing that happened to the Star Wars famous. I think it's way more damaging than what happened with the prequels. And it is good for, you know, George's ex-wife for uh, Maria, right? Yeah. Maria. Yeah. It's good Marcia. for her to Marcia. It's good for her to come out and, and, and speak on it. You know what I mean? And say what she, what she has to say. So yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It, I mean, this is the closest person to George Lucas that will ever say anything. Um, yeah. He's not sure as hell. George can't say anything. And Howard Kazanjian even goes on to say what he thinks about them, um, including some others. It's an interesting book, and it's it's going over Howard's life and everything he's been through and how this guy is actually quite a genius and became one of the best producers in the world and produced some of the best movies in the world. Um, and how his family was never even in cinema. Like, they weren't, they had nothing to do. Like, his uncle was like a butcher or something like that, I believe. That's kind of cool. And 
yeah and he just like kind of fell into this and um he figured you know everything happens for a reason so yeah i mean that's sweet yeah yeah so there's there's this other thing that kind of happened uh with star wars that seem that's somewhat connected to this did you hear about their uh pr head can we talk about this retiring yeah so this is the kind of stuff that i often deal with you're contributing to making the fandom toxic by even having this live right now I don't think so. I think I'm allowed to speak my mind and I'm allowed to have an opinion. And if I, let's say, for example, I was having this live, but my opinions were completely opposite of what they actually are, of what the reality is. So would I then be, by your definition, not toxic because your point of view is that you like the sequels? Yeah. So is toxic really just based on your opinions? So if you dislike the sequels and I like them, then am I being toxic? It's like there is no definitive toxic. It's subjective. Yeah, This is something I often deal with and I just, it doesn't really make any sense to me. So I think I'm allowed to speak my mind. I'm allowed to talk about what I want to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, it's look, I think maybe there's a spirit of like, why even talk about it or whatever. But again, I think that that really misses the point. Like this is a majorly influential person. It trended on Twitter. You know what I mean? So it's not as though this is some just rando person that's shouting their opinion out and we're picking it out of like a crowd of opinions. I think this is actually one that uh, in fairness needs to be at least considered and talked about. And the wider example is just that, look, there are a lot of people that had problems with these movies. You know what I mean? And not all those people uh, were bigoted or hateful or whatever. There's like a lot of yeah. people that just kind of quietly like, bro, I would tell you some some people that absolutely hated the sequels. I know some like really, really awesome, like just down to earth, totally great people that just absolutely hated them. And they don't even talk right. about it online because they don't want that smoke. You know what I mean? Like they don't want that. You know what that other person is kind of throwing out like that energy mm. of like, right. oh, well, you didn't like this thing. So you're this horrible, horrible person. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And by all means, like, I mean, it just doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It just means that their psychology is a little bit skewed in the sense that they're living in this absolute world where everyone must agree with them. And if they don't, then you're labeled as toxic, which is unfortunate because it just totally dissolves any ability to have some sort of a conversation because everyone's mm. just a clone of each other and they just think the same thing. Mm-hmm, for like, sure. what if we woke up tomorrow and everyone was like do you like the sequels i love the sequels i love the sequels too it's, everybody says the same thing what, i'd be like what did they put in the water like, what do you want for lunch today i'll have a sandwich i'll have a sandwich is everyone's eating a sandwich so what what's in your sandwich the exact same thing it's like, what the yeah freak? but i would say there's actually like a there's a more important point i think to take away from this like her statements right. and then if i say something it's like cry all you want it's like a <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I don't. Say, I don't see any tears here. I'm not, I don't see myself crying. I mean, I'd really like to get to the bottom of this, to be honest. Because this is cry. what I get often. It's like I'd like to be able to say what I want to say without being branded as toxic. It's quite annoying, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, for sure. So I think her answer. her point is a little bit deeper. Like it's a deeper point than just I didn't like them. This is a professional. She worked with George. She had opinions about the prequels. Like to me, I mean, look, you and I feel differently about a lot of different things. I'm sure we would disagree on this. I mean, functionally, from a cinematic perspective, 
I do not think the prequels are even close to as good as the original trilogy. Like, it's not even close. The only one that's even close is Sith. And Sith is like, to me, like, honestly, Sith is so per like, so close to a masterpiece movie, but he just kind of like doesn't quite get there for me. But as far as a Star Wars film, I think it's like, the top one right so i right. love that film but like bro like she's talking about fundamental things like i love the prequels but like tell me who the main character of the phantom menace is like if you say anakin that's cool but he comes 45 minutes into the movie like that's terrible editing like that's yeah. just not good so there's a lot of like what's well, not anakin though who's the main character then of episode one yeah i'd say it's more so qui-gon and obi-wan yeah, but they can't both be the main character, yeah? You barely see Anakin in episode one. There I'd is say it character. revolves around him, but yeah. it's mostly about... That movie is mostly about showing at least Qui-Gon, I would say. Uh, yeah. Eh. See, the thing is... It's centered no around Anakin. Of the movie. And the more you think about it, the more you realize, like, yeah, oh, shit, me now. there really is no main character. I know, there's fun... To, but the thing is, it's so mm. fun. It's such a fun adventure that... I don't care. You know what I mean? I really don't. Like, imagine that. The dude made a movie so crazy that there's not even, you can't even actually figure out who the main character is. And it's still awesome. It's awesome. Like, that's an yeah. awesome movie. Like, even though it's not fundamentally a good film. And I think what she's saying about the sequels is also in that same vein. Like, they don't understand star wars there's there's hints of greatness there's flashes of brilliance within the sequels there's some stuff that really really works but i think fundamentally from a film perspective they just don't get there they don't get there and I, they definitely don't get there for a lot of different star wars fans and why can't here's what i don't understand why can't any of these conversations shift to like the the possibility in the future of a, a a Star Wars movie that is really and truly great that that rivals something that George did like an Empire. You know what I mean? Like I I load up every new Star Wars movie where I go to the theater and I always sit back and I think to myself before and I'm like, what if this is it? What if I'm about to watch the greatest Star Wars movie of all time for the first time? You know what I mean? And there's like that magic feeling of the possibility of it happening. Um and I just think that there could be lessons learned from both the prequels and the sequels. Um, and this lady's statements about it sort of is a, you know, pointing some of that stuff out. Brother, someone pointed out it's Marsha. I keep saying Marcia. It's Marsha. Marsha. My bad. My, My bad. bad. I guess I have to go and re-edit that video. <laughs> oh, well. You only speak if your opinion is always positive. Bunch of weenies. Knights of Melvin. It's our time. Knights of Melvin. It's our time. Yes, that's one of uh, my ex-supporters. She used to support me all the time, but I'm too positive for her now. I think she's my number one simp. Oh, snap. Number one simp, Nikki, Nikki. <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah. Yo, let me yeah. talk to you about this. So did you hear that the Lucasfilm head of PR, Lynn Howe, Lynn Howe has yeah. retired? Yeah, dude, I just heard about that. She actually okay. was the one who reached out to me when the Pablo thing happened. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I didn't know she retired. She was really yeah. sweet. Okay, so let's talk about this because I'm about to shit all over this. Lady. I'm just kidding. No, here's the thing. Like, she's sweet, right? That's what everybody keeps saying. And I understand that. And I'm all about sweet people. Sweet people are sweet. But nobody else that I've seen, and maybe a few people that are talking about it quietly online, uh, no one else is as exciting 
or as excited about this as I am. Because although she about is her retiring. Incre- absolutely. Because although she is this really sweet person, and a lot of people had a really, really like a lot of fun things to say about her, a lot of nice things to say about her. Okay. The most irritating part of Lucasfilm under its current regime for the past several years has been their public relations. The thing that I have had the most issue with from them as a company is their public relations. And although this lady is, you know, this sweet lady, I think she is super out of touch with modern sensibilities and how to handle this kind of things over the internet. So that's my that's my take on it. I don't know if anybody else feels the same way, but for me, I'm just like, look, that's awesome. But I, I wish her well, and I hope she does great things. It goes on to do great things. I hope they get a very, very smart, younger but I person. I still don't understand why you don't like her. What has she done? I literally just told you what she did. She's she's the head of their public relations, okay? okay? And the biggest issue that I've had with Disney is their public relations. True. So new direction, new coach, you know, like let's get somebody else in there, fresh blood. <laughs> Maybe head of actors not to belittle the fans online. That would be an interesting strategy to start with. You know I what I mean? I think we kind of put a stop to that. I don't think that's going to be happening anymore. Well, dude, I mean, that's also the job of the head of PR. You know what I mean? So it happened a ton under her she watch. Had a, she, she's been around with Lucasfilm since the, like when George was there. Yeah, like, she's a th- she's been there 35 years, dude. 35 for sure. years. Yeah, so for she sure. has been doing a decent job up until... And, and, you know, I can't even give her that much. Uh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, I guess she could have done a better job. You're right. Look, look, there's a... there's It's it's fine that everybody's congratulating her and she seems like she made a lot of friends and i'm not here to besmirch the lady that's not what i'm saying like i don't have a problem with her on a personal basis but the reality is is that the pr under lucasfilm for the past several years has been atrociously bad atrociously bad and look she was sweet and she would be sweet to people tell people not to do this tell people not to do that tell them they shouldn't have screwed up in an interview you know email you or something when pablo screws up etc etc clean up the messes but there wasn't an actual like to me a full understanding of the current way that media works a lot of this is earned media you know what i mean like it happens through social media it happens through influencers it happens all this way and i think they have really really dropped the ball um over the over the last couple of years so it's look nobody else is talking about this this, yeah but it's not really her responsibility in my opinion if a few of her if a few employees go astray and have their way bro that is literally her job that is literally her job so if an actor goes out of line and says something they're not supposed to in an interview mostly about spoilers is usually lucasfilm's thing right she is the one that calls them she is the one that talks to them that is literally her job. So, like, if there was a stronger yeah. sense of You're what right. you should and shouldn't do, uh, yeah. the You're ways right. by which, like, she's probably. What if she well, has? What if she has spoken to them? Well, I, I'm sure she has. She spoke to one Gina Carano. I'm very sure that she was the one that fired Gina Carano. So, like, what I'm saying is, like, I just think this is. I'm not trying to, like, totally like derail everything and be like ah let's get all mad about this but for me personally i know not a lot not a lot of people want to hear it but for me personally like 
I'm excited. I'm excited to see what who fills this role. If there's sort of a new take on this, if there are maybe smarter heads prevailing over there, and they've decided to go in a new direction. That's I don't know. I just can't see her being the one that uh, is to blame for all of that. I just feel like it must have fallen on someone else's shoulders. Perhaps we should be looking at the people who actually made those tweets to people, to fans. Oh, and 100%. who's to say she didn't actually, you know, come down on those officials as well? You know, I mean, bro, I'm not trying to defend her, but I'm also don't I don't want to slander her. You know, also she was very nice to me, so it's kind of hard for me. I'm a little bit biased, I think. Dude, I totally get it. And the thing is, this is why, like, there were there were there were only a few people who came to me to be like, hey, how are you doing when that happened? Um, one was you, another yeah. one was Mark, and the other was Lynn Hale. And after that, it was uh, everyone from Geeks and Gamers. Mm -hmm. And that's when Geeks and Gamers and, and my friendship actually blossomed again because we weren't friends for over a year. They were the only ones who actually were like reaching out after all and be like, look, you're right, man. Yeah. Nobody else came to my aid. Nobody else said anything. They just made I fun mean, of me. Look, there's, if you go Star online Wars right fans, now, all that. so it's like, yeah, for sure. Look, if you go online right now and you search about articles about this, if you see what other people are tweeting about it, even if you ask George himself, I'm sure everybody that's they're sad front, that Lynn's front facing, absolutely. They're sad. They would be, you know, saying how great she was, how kind she was. I am sure all of that is true. I'm sure, I'm sure she is salt of the earth. By the way, so is Kathleen Kennedy from what I've heard. From what I've heard, Kathleen Kennedy is genuinely one of the nicest human beings that's walking around this friggin' rock that's rotating around the sun. But we don't care that much yeah. about what a good person someone is, especially when they're a high-level executive that's handling IP that we care a lot about. So, I, I look, I'm not trying to necessarily, like... I don't, I'm not trying to crap on her for sure. Not I'm sure she had this incredibly difficult job and coming into the modern world of social media. I don't know anybody that necessarily would have done it better. It's not like I think I would do it better. I just think that there was a serious lack of understanding as to how handling these sort of sensitive sort of intersectional political, whatever you want to call them issues and how they would come up. I mean, how difficult would it have been from a PR standpoint to say, hey, guys, one of the most important things that we want to really nail down in the public relations to the Star Wars fandom community is that we love all Star Wars fans. We understand Star Wars fans are passionate. We understand Star Wars fans might not like the content, but we love all Star Wars fans. That should have been a universal constant from all of the people that were talking about this IP. Hmm. And it wasn't. You know what I mean? So I, for me personally, and it's nothing personal to her, I am super excited. It's like a story nobody's talking about. I'm sitting over here like, let's go. Like, there's a possibility that we're going to turn this thing around. Like, there's a possibility now that we're going to have a much better relationship with Lucasfilm moving forward. I would love it. I'd love it. I used to think Josh was somewhat scared of sharing his honest opinions. Ah, boy, was I wrong. <laughs> Oh, shit. Should I not have shared this one? Is this a bad one to share? Well, if you think I don't share my opinions, then good for you. I don't. I only have positive opinions. If you ask Nikki, all my opinions are positive. And by the way, I still mm. want to remain positive about Lynn Hale. She's probably really sweet, and she's going to go on to kill it. I hope she got a fat severance check. You know what I mean? But I'm sitting over here like, let's go! I'm excited about this new season. Yeah. 
that's just me, brother. I had to bring it up. You know, I had to bring it up. I didn't want to rain on the parade, but that's just something. No, there's that no happened. parade. No, I, I wasn't aware that you had that opinion, but yeah, yeah I the PR so the PR is my big problem, man. You know what I mean? Like creative is, you know, messy and there's definitely work that needs to be done there. But ultimately PR is what really created the the place we're in right now as a fandom, I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. Star Wars theories of Disney shill. Mm -hmm. Must be. That's why I got early access to visions the other day. Oh, wait. No. Did you? You no. son of a. No, I didn't. <laughs> I'm excited about that. By the way, rumor that we could be getting a book of Boba Fett trailer sometime soon, which would be pretty cool. Yeah. Some people think even tomorrow morning. That early? Mm. Well, I guess it is September already. Yeah. It's around the bend. She'll be coming around the bend when she comes, brother. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I agree. So... What did you want to talk about regarding Book of Boba? Uh, well, that's pretty much that's pretty much it. I mean, we, yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you oh. expect from the trailers? Is there anything you think they'll do? Because I'm, I'm like really interested. Because there's a lot of things we've heard, right? And it's that classic Star Wars thing where they're probably going to hide everything. They don't want to tell us everything right away. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Do you have any anticipation? Any thoughts of things? Well, I'm right. I just keep hearing that it's going to be, you know bigger than mandalorian season two finale and uh you can't hype it up enough because it's going to deliver and yeah yeah dude by the way did you hear what uh ewan mcgregor said yesterday he he was asked about obi-wan and all he said was it won't disappoint or i don't think it'll disappoint and i saw like 30 articles about that today where people are so hyped up about that show that like he just says like the most basic becky shit and everyone's losing their minds dude that's funny uh yeah 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 but uh yeah, I mean, for for me, for Book of Boba Fett trailer, I want to see, I want to see maybe a tease of the other bounty hunters, and like we heard that the plot might circle around him uh, wanting revenge on a ton of different people that sort of did him wrong in his past. So maybe like some sick dialogue like that or something, like you know, it'll be sick. I was away for a long time, but now yeah. I'm back. But now I'm back and here from the Polynesian. Do you think spa. we're gonna get a lot of um, flashbacks? I do think we'll get a fair bit of flashbacks because the, apparently the rumor is they're going to say, or no, actually Tamara himself said this. He said they're going to go back to the Empire times and explain some stuff from Empire Strikes Back moving forward, wow. which could be really, really cool, man. You know, I have no idea what they could be explaining, maybe why he didn't have his armor. You know what I mean? Why was he seemingly on tattooing just watching? It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's so weird. So hopefully some, uh, some explanation like that. I'm also really excited to see the homie in... Uh, Star Wars Visions tomorrow, voiced by Tamara Morrison in the dub of uh, the Boba Fett episode, bro. It's the 22nd, Woo! right? Well, yeah, but like tomorrow. Tomorrow night, like, like, like yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you going to be like, watching at that time? Or you, I know you got Visions as well. So Yeah, so we're going to do the What If watch party first with the Marvel peeps. Uh, then I'll probably like break for just a second and then go live. So I'll probably be a little bit behind you guys. Uh, so we won't do it together. Yeah, but I mean, dude, we'll talk about it. I mean, we'll we'll probably. I mean, if you want to, we can even do a vid about it or something, like a little vid, giving our thoughts or something. If if sure. we love it or something, got time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can figure that out. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and I think currently right now, Edge of Tomorrow's winning the movie, bros. It is winning the movie, bros. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's like that, and then after that is Princess Bride. Let me do a double check here. Yeah, yeah. I think so. 
Yeah, it Prince of Pride second network. place. Nobody. Yeah, so the network's like four percent, dude. I know, bro. I was like, what the? Fuck? No one gets Um, but you know, yeah. So that'll be fun, and we're gonna do that on Thursday, right? So maybe we can mm-hmm. even maybe we can even do uh both, and just do one live, and then record one and drop it a little bit later. Yeah, we could. Yeah. Um, so they have. Uh, I'm looking forward know. to it. I mean, uh, it's gonna have be interesting. No, I haven't. I bro. Oh. Have you? It is yes, yes. I've seen it many times actually. I love that movie, dude. Edge of Tomorrow. Oh no, I thought you were talking about Visions. Oh no, 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 no! I haven't seen that. No, no, no! I'm super excited for that. Have you seen Edge of Tomorrow? No. Oh boy, you in for a treat? No, maybe I'll watch it tonight. It's lit. I saw your thing about the uh, Troy too. That's that's a great movie, dude. The director's cut was amazing. It's it's epic. It I think it um, amplifies the movie a lot. I, I agree with a lot of what you said on that for sure. It was amazing, man. It, it, like, just there's so many more pieces of dialogue, so many more bits in there that expanded mm-hmm. on the characters, and the the action was like tenfold, man. It was yeah, it was kind of disgusting, cra- almost. It was it's like it, crazy. That it made gla- it was on par with Gladiator. Dude. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. That you seen the director's sequence. cut? Hell yeah, bro. Are you kidding me? For sure. I've watched that several times. That yeah, okay. is a good ride, brother. You know, throwing That's the babies, good ride. Yeah, it's crazy. It's brutal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think we could earn nerd coin over here in Star Wars Theory Metaverse. Let's integrate. FYI, movie theater is sweet. Laser sword update. Yeah, so we're working on the design still. Uh, we just keep tweaking them because they're not they're not able to make what we want. So I just keep having to change stuff. Um, you know, you should do is do them digitally as NFTs or something. Design them. No, I want actual sabers that people can like mm. hold and. But you can hold them when you go into the metaverse. No, Make them like legit. You know what I mean, bro? You know that looks pretty sick. Yeah, I've never reviewed this one. This is my Vader's fault. Uh-oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to drop it. <laughs> no, and man. there goes my Vader's fault. No, yeah, my light yeah. skills are quite good. Damn. You got yeah. the skills. Oh, I got the skills, baby. It is clear that this contest cannot be decided by our skill oh, with a lightsaber. But instead, our knowledge of Star Wars trivia. Let's go. Yeah. Not chat going wild. Let's cross sabers. Sure. Why not? No, what? You know what that means? Uh, hey, Theory, can you shout out my friend Luke? He just got married to his beautiful wife, Ahsoka. Oh, God. Bro, it took me a second. Let's go, Luke, Ahsoka. Yo, Vito, join the Knights of Melvins and get a trial. So Theory better get an, at Nikki before I do. That's that's Karamiya. Oh, snap. Dude, the Knights of Melvin, they're everywhere. I feel like, like everybody that watches my stuff is just goes and Watch his nights of Melvin. your wife. Yeah, I don't watch Princess Bride at some point. I will riot. I know she was shocked when I told her I didn't, I hadn't seen it. And I was like, and, and I told her this. I said, Do you know how many people I've lied to and said that I've seen it? Really? A lot. Ouch. Because it's so pop culturally relevant. It comes up all the time. And so, yeah, I'm always like, Oh, yeah, it's so great. You know? Thanks, Proxy. Yeah, I'm doing some stuff to the theater room right now, actually. I'm adding some more stuff to it. Some sound panels coming in, 7.1 surround sound instead of the five. And then uh, getting some cases for my um, master replicas, lightsaber hilts. 
Nice, dude. That'll yep. look clean, dude. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. Room house tour? <laughs> Maybe one day. Someday. Someday over the rainbow. Mm. Um, what are you thinking? Should we get Nerd Council on? Should we read Super Chats? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's anything. There's one other thing that maybe I wanted to get your opinion on, and this would be about the Quantum, uh, the Quantic Dream video game. Apparently, there might be this open world uh, Star Wars game coming out, and there's not there's not too much about it right now. There's an article on Kotaku about it because they did want an open world Star Wars game. And they didn't want to make it with EA. Remember, EA was like building one at one point, uh, and then they killed it. Whatever it was, the Visceral Project, I think. There was some mm -hmm. comments that came out talking about how Lucasfilm wanted to make an open world Star Wars game, but they they were looking for the right studio to do it. Um, and so, yeah, this Quantic Dream Studio is apparently, and I'm trying to see here That's what other games they've done. What do you think it's going to be about? I really have no idea, man. Oh, okay. okay. So they did Detroit become human. What? Yep. They That's did, one of my favorite games, man. They did Heavy Rain. They did Dustborn. Oh, yeah. Damn. What? Yeah. 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 So I'm pumped for that, man. It's yeah. Yeah. Great. This seems like it could be dope. And I think in general, man, Star Wars fans are going to be eating so good next year. Like, there's just going to be so much crazy stuff. And Book of Bubba is really going to kind of take us into that that vibe. I heard from a buddy of mine who um, is quite high up, um, or used to be quite high up, Lucasfilm. He said that Star Wars is going to rock my world, in quotations, that's what he said. Oh, I think. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I can't tell you anything, but the way it's going, it's going your way. Trust me on that. I was like, what does that mean? He's like, you're going to be very happy. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay, so we got Boma Gum with the first soup tonight. No, no, wait, that was no, that was in the last video. Okay, are you gonna watch the Star Wars anime series? Yes, oh, we'll do a watch absolutely. party tomorrow night, guys. Absolutely. And then maybe you know Josh and I can link up. Like you'll be watching it probably by the time you're done. I'll still be talking. Cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know if I'm, actually I don't know if I'm gonna watch all of them in one shot. I'm gonna try to. Uh, that's the thing. Is like I'm going. I might not even stream uh, Wednesday at all, just because like I'm gonna be up so late doing this, and then I might do videos about it. We'll see. Um, yeah. Look, I'm just gonna say it. Finally, someone high up in the with the balls to say it. What she says about the prequels is old hat, but the sequels hot damn. Yeah, that's true. That is true. It's true. She's a bold one, General. She is. Yeah. We got bald theory, and I've seen theory with head hair. Now we need to see bald Josh. <laughs> Yo, I told everybody if Toby and Andrew are not in the Spider Man movie, I'll shave my head and we'll do it live. Actually, yeah, no, I will for sure. And I'll be, by the way, I'll be crying too because if they're not actually in the movie, I'll look like such an you idiot. You got nice hair. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Um, send it over to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll just Is your dad bald? No, no, but you know what's funny? On your mom's side? He was, yeah, he was, yeah. It's, I know, but like, I don't know if that stuff actually, it's like old wives tales, I think, some of that, but um, my dad is actually Coming George Josh. Lucas, so there it is. Tick, you know? <laughs> tick, tick. I, I think know, George right? has had some hair transplants, dude. His hair has not moved. You think so? 
I don't know. You might just be one of those guys that got really lucky, but like it hasn't yeah. moved. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, you know he's you know, got my, money. My dad has hair, but he goes a crew cut. Isn't that crazy? Like he's actually got hair, but he crew cuts. Like like a. That's what I would guy. do. Actually, you know what? No, I'd grow mine long. I'd grow mine long, like like um, Achilles and Troy. Yeah, I I was th- I've been thinking about that. I'd love to grow yeah. mine long again, man. I, One day. I miss having a long beard once, too. I, once... I used to have like a really long beard. Too. Yeah, I used to have a long beard. Yeah. I guarantee you, once stem cells are out for, uh, for or like hair cloning, probably fifteen years, you guys bro, will be seeing me with a full head of hair. Bro, I can't wait. Me- nano machine bots and stem cells. I'm gonna like wake up every day and inject twenty million stem cells in each of my eyeballs, and then I'm just gonna go at it, baby. Yeah, then you can zoom into fifty million kilometers away. Yeah. Yeah. Zoom into the sun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Star Wars being saved is the edit. In the edit is a lie. Every movie is saved in the edit. Not to diminish what she did to the original trilogy. She did some good work, but she didn't save Star Wars. Did I say? Did I say that? That No, I mean that's that's kind of out there as an established rumor. I definitely think a lot of people get triggered by it and don't like that. They're like, no, you know what I mean. But uh, I don't know, man. I think it's pretty fair. I mean, George even admits like the movie was kind of a mess after he shot it. It's you know it's the first Star Wars movie, and there was a ton of stuff that went wrong with that film. By the way, mm-hmm. to me, anything that's EU and Dave made is canon to me. I'm good with that. My tweet with this quote yesterday has blown up. It's been crazy. I tweeted with Josh this morning. Says Jedi scum. Ah, so that was his tweet. So it was him, and then Elseworld sent me the tweet because I don't go on Twitter, and then. I was like, wait, where's this book from? And then I bought the book and I started reading it last night. That's cool, it man. It all started with Jedi scum. Shout out to Knights of Melvin. It isn't by Howard. It's by J.W. Rinsler. Yes, but it's about Howard's life. I agree with everything she said. If I'm Disney, I ignore this thought. Don't give it teeth. Her prequel gripes were the big gripes for us OT fans. It was comparable to the sequel hate. Totally not jealous of Theory's TV either. Theory, buddy, if I thought you were sexist, I wouldn't watch every week. Thanks, man. Or girl. I had family stuff last week. I have a legit debate about the prequels being hated. I've been doing this for years. I have quotes from George, but I have a point coming from Return of the Jedi. Most sequel fans are Gen Z kids who don't understand you can have other opinions. Do you think most sequel fans are Gen Z kids? Hmm. You know what? Honestly, I don't know if I would say they're Gen Z, but I would say a lot of younger people probably like those movies. But isn't that fair to say of the prequels too? Like you and I were younger and we yeah, like probably, them. yeah. So yeah, I mean they're probably Santa loves better. the sequels. Yeah, Santa loves the and he's kind of like a big kid though, you know. True, yeah. So yeah. Love the channel. Can I get a B-Day shout out? Happy birthday, Damien. Uh, yo, yo, yo. What's good, fellas? Prequels equals best. Subjective opinion. But yeah, I agree with you. Um, most sequel fans are Gen Z. Right. Star Wars Theory. Literally full-on snot crying at the return of Luke Skywalker. Wow, so toxic. Clearly wants to ruin Star Wars for the fans. Not at all in touch with his emotions. Clearly sarcasm. Thanks, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. It's not. This is a fantastic conversation. I would love for you to quickly touch on your desires for the future of the franchise as far as the next saga.
Let's do, do something with something? the Yuzon Vong. Do you want me to pitch an idea I had? Sure. So, Plagueis comes back, and at the time, mm-hmm. the... Oh, don't poo-poo yet. You got to see the whole thing. So, Plagueis comes back, and the what happens right after Episode Nine is at first, Rey starts training a generation of Jedi with Finn. Then, the galaxy finds out that she's related to Palpatine, and they freak out on her, and she goes into hiding, and the whole galaxy bans teaching of the Force, and Force users are put into prisons. And so there's, like, no Force users, and everybody's outlawed. Finn is secretly training some Jedi, including the children of the Dyad, the Force twins that are Rey's kids and Ben Solo's kids, but nobody knows about this. Plagueis comes in, he finds Finn and these other Jedi, he whoops Aeus, she's not there, he's like, the Dyad can't save you, but I'll take the child, the children of the Dyad, and I'll become the most powerful Sith ever. Then, they can't find Rey, but Finn knows where Ben Solo is, he's still on Exegol, they resurrect Ben Solo, and Ben Solo, along with Finn, have to somehow defeat Plagueis, get their kids back, and at the end of the day, their kids kill Ray and, and stuff like that. Fair enough. Yeah. Listening to Nerd Theory makes doing homework better. That's great. That's a good homework sucks. Yeah, it does. General Theory, I'm saving my Super Chats for October charity stream, but you rock, kind of, sir. Always got your six. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, so October 15th, doing the official St. Jude's charity stream on my channel. My goal is to raise $100,000, so if you guys can, um, over the next month, just don't send me any Super Chats. Just save it for the kids. I feel like there's something else going on October 15th. Why do I think... Anyway, keep going. Look, everybody in chat said we love it, especially the idea of uh, the Dyad children. Rathul, Rathmul is a Disney shill. In the voice of Melvin's voice. Eh, she doesn't also care. She also doesn't care for the prequels, so I don't really take her opinion to heart. If you like the sequels, you still can. Yeah, I mean, you still can regardless of what. Look, if 7 billion people dislike the sequels, but you like them, that's all that matters. Yeah, dude. And I think that's totally missing the freaking point. Like, it shouldn't be about trying to make you feel differently about it. It should be making you feel differently about people with different opinions. That's the whole point. But we miss it. And we just freak out on people that have different opinions. It's so hilarious to me. I think the real story is, well, hey, man, it's, here's it's an being... atypical. Yeah, here's someone you wouldn't think that has this opinion. And according to your little line in the sand, this isn't someone that you would think would have that opinion. Maybe your line in the sand is bullshit. What That's would I what call it? it? Thoughtism. Thought, thoughtism. You're, you're with, being thoughtist. With a TH. No, racist, like, you're thoughtist. Like anybody who's, who doesn't uh, think like you, you're bad. Yeah. Yeah. Stop, stop being thoughty. <laughs> <laughs> on the flip side i can't even buy a red hot a ray hot toy or show a pic of the sequels without people jumping in the comments to tell me how bad the sequels are yeah see that's not cool either yeah it's weird though because i think that the a lot of this has literally come to a place though where i, I mean maybe if this dude's literally just saying like 
you know, if he really is just sharing the things that he likes or whatever, and people are clowning on him, that sucks. But if this dude is saying, just want to remind everybody, Ray's the greatest Jedi of all time, and like putting shit up like that, you are inviting like that backlash. You're inviting people to come in and, and give you a piece of their mind. So I don't even know this no, person gosh, is I've, I've even seen that too, where people will like post something about Ray or whatever, and then just, all the comments will be like, she sucks like it's like yeah yeah well that, that's right, what man, happens like, to star wars accounts that's what happens to the star wars youtube channel that's why they have to yeah. disable you know um yeah. no but, but you, like, know, you know what i mean same like, on the other people, side too it's like yeah. if you ever say anything about the sequels and it's like you're toxic it's like there's no middle ground there's no like oh this is this human's opinion okay yeah yeah i again i think that uh this is the long result of bad pr just oh, years it's, of bad pr Ah, it's a constant human I would say issue of trying to correct the world, but correct is a point of view. So they're just trying to we're all just trying to correct each other on what we think is correct, which will never be not correct. There will never be a correct, yeah, because it's yeah, just yeah. all opinions. Yeah, I get it, man. I just think that there's some people that say, I can't just enjoy the sequels. And then, like, if you look at how they're enjoying the sequels, they're doing it in a way that's antagonistic. And if you right. are antagonistic, people are going to come at you. Yeah, just like what you like, like what you don't like. Man. Mm -hmm. Shut up. Leave it at that. Yeah, shut your mouth when you're talking to us. <laughs> On both sides, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think the Loki show is trash and assassinated Loki's character. Does that make me toxic? No, that yes. you have an opinion. Nope. I don't know why people are hating on you. You have an, an opinion. That's okay. Yeah. Well, it's because I have a lot of subs, man. If I had no subs, people wouldn't bat an eye. It's true. Believe me, I, I was able to share my opinions before I would say anything under 100,000 subs. It was like all positive vibes. And yeah. then as soon as you start getting a few more subs, then people are like, hey, you don't deserve that. Yeah, it's true. It does change, you know, whatever people. Um, as a kid who grew up with Star Wars and had never had never seen a Star Wars trilogy in theaters, the sequels were targeted at me, and I hated them. It even came to the point of thinking of suicide because of what they did to Luke. What sounds like that? Yeah, hopefully, uh, unless you're trolling, unless you're trolling. Um, you know. But that's that's a pretty serious thing. I don't think that's necessarily any movie's fault, though. You should. Uh, Probably seek some help. Yeah, that's definitely not the movie's fault. Um, you know, because things in life can happen. And it's up to us to be able to handle those things in our own minds. Absolutely. So, um, probably yeah, over to the theory talk someday. Probably a troll. Hopefully a troll. I, I, I would hate for someone. Yeah, yeah, I would hate for someone to actually be, be at that place. Yeah. Ignore the bullshit. Yeah, it's just pointless noise. Yeah. Sometimes there's a lot of noise though. Uh, what does she think of the Mandalorian? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, thanks again, six million. Uh, liking or not liking the sequels is not toxic. The toxic part is when people start attacking each other or having different opinions than their own. Yeah, I don't know. It's like you can say, yeah, whatever. Qui Gon is the main character of Episode One. He found Anakin and started the saga. Well, then I would ask this person: Can you describe the character? of Qui-Gon. Not what he does or what he says, but the character of Qui-Gon. Could you describe it? What do you mean describe him? Describe what the character's like without talking about what he does or what he says. He is the... 
it's literally all about Qui-Gon, dude. I mean, in the end, when he dies, like it's all about honoring his wish. The whole Jedi Council bends the knee to his dying wish. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, we're not going to train him. Yeah. But like my point but is like he doesn't really have well he is the who okay, who's the one who found what would Anakin be like religiously? Would he be Jesus? Mm, yeah, something to that effect. Well yeah. he, no, he's like a fallen angel. So what but who who mm, no, I he's don't a know chosen one? Is. He's like a yeah, he's like a chosen one figure, yeah. Prophesied Messiah, if you will. So who found Jesus? No well, Jesus, right. yeah, I mean, Jesus was kind of like... So you can't really compare it to that? No, no, I mean, no, there's not really a comparison there. But I mean, like, the character, like, can you describe the character, like, the qualities of the character? I don't understand. What do you mean the qualities of the character? Okay, so Han Solo... Headstrong. Like, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So oh, you, okay, yeah. Headstrong, loyal, smart, um, respectful. Yeah. Um powerful experienced yeah. wise yeah so i just don't think like there's a lot of he's he's there. the yoda yeah of episode one yeah i get it but there's just like it's difficult to if you don't know anything about it like we know a lot about qui-gon right we can we know these things we know all of these things when you just watch the movie there's very little that's conveyed about the character all the Jedi are seemingly all the same. The only difference with Qui-Gon is his attachment to this boy and his sort of being a little bit stubborn. I think the most generous thing you could say about the character in the film is that he's stubborn. Other than that, he doesn't really actually have a... He's not a good character. Like, Han Solo's a good character. He's a lovable idiot. He thinks he's suave, but he's not. You know, he's got a heart of gold, but he's a, he's a scoundrel. You know what I mean? Like, that's a good character. Qui-Gon is just filling kind of a role for the plot. So again, like in the sense of like a uh, disagree and for a film from a film perspective, like it's a, he's a weaker character. Now, Star Wars doesn't necessarily need super strong characters. But if you're saying Qui-Gon's the main character of, of fan menace, that's not a good main character, brother. It's like, about yeah. Anakin. But I think Qui-Gon is the main character. Yeah, it's not a good main character. You know, like you want depth because you want depth with your main character. You want him to go through things. You want him to struggle. You want to you want to get a sense of their flaws. What's Qui-Gon's flaw? They get stabbed and like, you know what I mean? Like he, that's his flaw that he gets stabbed through the heart. You know, he doesn't have to have a character evolution because it's not mainly about him. Right. But then he he's is, not the main character. He's the one who, who transfers the baton. He's yeah. the scientist. Look, I get you. I like it. I like the movie, but I'm saying from a film perspective, there is a lot wrong with that movie. You know what I mean? I don't think so. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's it's all about the blockade on Naboo. It's all about talking about the war. And then it's about finding this child, which was the destiny, sort of, so to speak, because they crash landed. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I like the story, but it's we, definitely... we needed if he had character development, then it would yeah. take away from Anakin's and it would take away from Obi-Wan's. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, I I think to a degree, if he had just completely taken over the movie, but I would have probably just made the movie about Anakin and gotten him in before 45 minutes and, and, and you know what I mean? Like actually shown some development for that character because that character really doesn't develop at all either. You know, it's fun. It's spectacle. It, it has a lot of things that I enjoy. How does Anakin, Anakin doesn't develop. How does he develop? He doesn't develop. No. How, in the first movie, how does he develop? He starts out as a slave. Okay. All right. He's taken yeah. to the Jedi temple. 
and he's yeah. going through all of these trials and everything. But that's what he does. I'm I'm talking about as and in a the end, he's a freaking Jedi. He's in Jedi robes. He's in Jedi an outfit. He's a freaking yeah. But that's Jedi like panel. going through. That's like what you're, that's what people complain about. Ray, she's going through checklists. What I'm talking about is like, where's the struggle? You know what I mean? Like for sure, he was a slave and gets off the planet. But there's no episode one is really episode zero. So there should have been an episode zero, an episode one, an episode two, an episode three. Episode one should have been. Episode two should have been episode one. Yeah, because we see the struggle of Anakin. If they had just started yeah. with episode two, Epi- episode like, two is way more like okay. a movie than the Phantom Menace. You know episode what I mean? One but I really hate just, it. I hate it. By the way, I like well, the first one more. Episode one was really just establishing the overall politics of what started everything, and then it was establishing the characters. Yeah, it was like a world building kind of. Like it's all over the place, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Like it's very operatic prelude. Is really what it prelude. feels like. Yeah, yeah. Alpatine gets and in, goes mm-hmm. into power. Anakin becomes a Jedi. Mm-hmm. Qui Gon dies. And now yeah, but from going, like, but you got to understand that like people that went through the Star Wars trilogy, right? Star Wars. You're talking about some not just like for Star Wars characters, mm-hmm. but just in the sense of characters in general from just fiction. Some mm-hmm. of the best characters, like Luke's arc, mm-hmm. is ridiculous dude like leia is an incredible Absolutely. character she's so layered she's so complex she's she's captured but she's a pistol you know what i mean like she's yeah. got this compassion but this hard edge like those are those are complicated characters you know harrison ford's han solo amazing amazing character so integral and there's so much fun just between those fun characters and then you go to the phantom menace and it's like there's really no depth to the characters they're all just doing crazy things and it's awesome but I think there was a lot of people that were like, bro, like what? You know what I mean? Like they were they were looking to latch on to a cast of characters that were more like what they experienced in the OT. Well, I think because we're in a time where it's mainly focusing on the events that are happening in the universe versus the character development. These characters are already they've gone through their trials and tribulations and they're already kind of developed. Like, I mean, Qui-Gon's at the end of his life. He's the most developed he's going to be until he... Yeah, but so is Alex McGinnis. I mean, Alec McGinnis is the wise old master of uh, the OT, you know what I mean? But even in the first movie, his his whole thing is so much more interesting. It's so much more interesting. Like, he's this old dude that knows stuff about Luke's dad, and you're like, what? He's got Luke's dad's lightsaber. Interesting, because it's mysterious. Yeah, for sure. But that's, I mean, that's just straight facts, dog. You know what I mean? Like, that's how you build a good story True. you know yeah. what i mean so asking look, questions yeah. Yeah, yeah so i think that i see what you're look, saying yeah you know like, there i love really i love the prequels but i'm just saying like from a fundamental perspective like and that's what she was talking about right um they just they were very different very starkly different than what than what had come before. don't you think we needed to have episode one in order to have the character development really hit home with anakin in episode two remember when he yes. goes and, like that whole scene with his mom like if we no, didn't have I, episode one yeah I do. And he's like holding her and he's like, I came back to save you, mom. And she's freaking that hits home. Yes. But I think that there, the prequels could have absolutely been better movies, like the story and the overall sort of context of what's happening in the world and the way that it like fills in and informs other things. I absolutely love that. But they could have been structured better as actual films. Like dude, all the original, all the OT uh, films they slap, dude. Like as a yeah. film, they yeah. slap. Like they're just like boom, boom, boom. Every and single you're one, like, yeah. 
boom it's like They're crazy great. so in the prequels like i really like phantom menace but i think there's just a lot of stuff that i love in the film i don't necessarily love the film if you if you if you catch my drift right where it's like oh there's a bunch of stuff i dig and every time i watch it i get hyped about different parts yeah. but i don't like it as a movie i don't like what it does as a narrative it's just a bunch of cool parts you know mm -hmm. what i mean now sith is different sith is structured in a way that's like masterful you know what i mean it like takes you down this path with him and like builds this conflict very very well and takes you to a crazy place that some people think is still too abrupt but i think it actually makes a lot of sense where you, where you realize like where the character is at um that film has a great pace it's got really cool macro and micro plots that are going on and then the ending is epic you know what i mean so i don't know to me that's that's kind of what I feel about those. The only reason they think it's too fast is because they're not taking into account how slow the other two movies were. True. Yeah, if the yeah, other yeah. movies weren't so slow, they'd be like, okay, I understand this. But they were so slow so that you could really concentrate on the character development of each character and what they're going through. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a great point because that's almost and it's almost service more because those movies are so kind of crazy because you do just kind of pick out spots. You know what I mean? But I think that... Uh, you know, Phantom Menace just could have been a better movie, man, you know, and that's OK. Like, that's fine. I think even George has admitted that later in his life where he was like, yeah, like the end was gone a little too far rough. Okay. Yeah. And I went too far in places, et cetera, et cetera. And, and at that time, remember, nobody was going to tell this dude no. You know what I mean? Like nobody. Was oh, he's tell paying for no. his own project. I mean, that's the thing. Well, he's also George freaking Lucas, though. You know what I mean? Like, right. there's just nobody that's going to tell this guy no after the success right. that Star Wars had had. So I think that is a problem for a lot of creatives when they get in a place that no one will tell them no. That's dangerous. You know what I mean? Because your hubris and your identity as a creative can sort of, you know, and George said it himself. There were it was confines in the original trilogy. There were things that he couldn't do that he wanted to do which ended up creating some of the magic oftentimes in art particularly in filmmaking it is the things you can't do and the restrictions you have that like force you to get really creative and then you can create some magic that way and george was playing in a sandbox and creating technology to just do whatever he thought and that's pretty epic too because he did a lot of stuff for the film industry and pushed things forward as he always does as a genius the problem is i think he's just a little too heady and he can't like just bring it back to that core storytelling place. Somebody should have told him like, nah, bro, like you need a main character. You need an arc. You, need, you know what I mean? Like you need you need to bring this back down to to people's levels. Hmm. Uh, but that's just my opinion. You know what I mean? I feel like we could talk about this for hours. Yeah. It'd be fun. Well, it's a good conver conversation. It is. You know? It is for sure. Um, there doesn't need to be a main character. So Charlie Spur. Uh, Qui-Gon is the main character of the episode. You can only speak if your opinion is always positive. A bunch of weenies. Knights of Mel. All right, Nikki. Uh, great discussion, boys. Here's 250 for Theory, 250 for Den. Ignore the cryberry, cryberries, crybabies. Most people who cry toxic, wah, need to look in the mirror. Didn't Star Wars fans hate on Marsha Lucas for years, though? Just look it up. Did they? Uh, I don't know. It's look possible. fat title chapters revealed today or did they no i don't think so josh is like i would have been on this already i think so but i mean i've been wrong before i've missed yeah, we got things. 2k in the chat can we get 2k likes get them likes up man please babies please, man my spending all her paycheck tonight what do you mean she only sent one soup what's talking about 
It's treason then, Nikki. Star Wars Theory, with a taste of a poison paradise, I'm addicted to you. Don't you know that you're toxic? <laughs> Is that from Britney Spears? Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> Yo, you just got Britney, dog. It's Britney, know. bitch. I don't mind. Uh, Padme is the main character in Phantom Menace. Oh, I don't think so. Wait, I thought Josh was a shill. Shill theory. I think we shills. have to hold Disney at... No, he's saying you're not a shill anymore. I am. No. I think we have to hold Disney at a high standard. The purchase of the Star Wars IP comes with responsibility of doing it. With great power comes great responsibility. It's true. Yep. I personally love all of them. Fans should be able to passion... You know, and what's funny about what Marcia said... You know what? I think, yeah, some people in the chat were just like, they're going to dismiss it. Probably. They're just going to be like, oh, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, they're going to downplay it. They pick and choose. They pick and choose whenever they want to brand someone as something or they want to uh, invalidate someone else's opinion just because that person holds a lot more power than anybody else. Yeah, for sure. It's unfortunate. I personally love all of them. Fans should be able to be passionate and still have respectable discourse. Yeah, that'd be agreed. Agreed. Would Evan say super bad? It's the world I one day want to live in. <laughs> yeah. I personally dislike the fandom menace, and I would never associate myself with them. They jump on bad Star Wars news like a swarm of flies. I don't in think I'm associated. I don't even know who they are. Look, in some ways, some people do. Well, first of all, I don't even think Jeremy associates with them anymore. You know what I mean? I think Jeremy's been... not part of them. He's yeah, said a million not... times. He's like, I don't, I don't have yeah, with yeah. those guys. Yeah, I'm yeah. Not so. Them. I think uh, there's some people out there that do that kind of thing. You know what I mean? And look, it's not something I That's care to do watch, or it's not something. I, too, man. Yeah, it's not. It's not what I care to do. It's not what I care to watch. But I, I definitely stop from being like, it's not. They shouldn't do it, or they're bad for doing it. Like, there's obviously an audience look, for it. I don't and, care what people do. All I care is about what I do. If I'm the one who's not, if I'm the one, if I'm not spreading hate, great. Yeah. Then that's oh, my sure. mission statement. That's all I care about. Whatever else someone else is doing, I don't have time to focus on that. Do what for you got. Sure. Like that's your life. You, it's your karma. Yeah, exactly. Do do. I don't do judge. I don't. I don't care. I just, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, man. Unless people are uh, coming at my boy Feige, you know. Man, <laughs> eh, forget Feige. I see where you're coming from, Josh. But do you think things will really change? I feel yeah. like these Hollywood people will just say whatever they want to the fans anyways. Hopefully it does change, though. I think this guy is right. I think Kevin's right. I think they do just say whatever they think will get people to shut up, and then they'll just keep doing what they want to do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, there's hope now, though. You know what I mean? Like, I can understand. And, you, and maybe nothing will change, but I think that the reality of the situation is that, like, when somebody steps down from a role like that, the hope is that the person that replaces that person is a little bit more in touch, you know what I mean? With, uh, with what's going on. And, and I just, for me personally, I choose to have hope that things will change because Mm -hmm. I think by the way, a lot of these actors and these people, they might not even fully realize the damage they're doing to their own personal brands and things of that nature. And it would be great if that was out there a little bit more, you know what I mean? Your wife's calling you out, dude. You know what doesn't change the entire trilogy? Han freaking Solo. Uh, only thing he develops is feelings for Leia, but he's still a great character. Think before you blaspheme Qui-Gon Jinn like that time, next time Den of Shills. <laughs> you know what? Yo, when your I'm own sleeping, girl calls you Den of Shills. I'm damn, sleeping dude. on the couch tonight. 
of my own volition. And we're not playing Baldur's Gate 3 anymore. Oh. Hey, we didn't game. I know. Well, you want to game Thursday? After sure. we do movie bros? Let's do it. Yeah, sure. Sure. Let's do it. Let's plan it out. Yeah. By the way, Elise is totally wrong, but no, she's not. He doesn't have any character development. Han Solo? Han Solo is the same. He doesn't first of all, he is in the beginning and in the end. He just develops a little bit of a moral compass, and that's only because no. the Empire will imprison him and because wrong. Leia is hot and he likes Leia. Wrong. Wrong. Okay, why? It's the end scene with Lando and Han in Jedi explains the whole deal. What were you saying? The whole deal. Well, they're talking about how they're literally both talking about how they're now generals for the Republic instead of scoundrels and pirates and the scumbags that they were for most of their sure, lives. Yeah. So their status so, changed, but they're still the same person. They're still. Oh my God. I, I'm going to fight you and they're Elisa. still going to be You're scoundrelly. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Oh. Trent with 99 cents. Thanks, dude, for the emoji. Zach says, uh, or Zek says, I want to see Boba escape Scar Sarlacc Pit in the show. Don't we? Dude, all? that would be sick. Yeah, for sure. I think we will. That'd be cool. I think we will. We read Steve's already. Would be funny if Boba stole the Falcon from Han. Yo, that'd be cool. That'd be great. That'd be cool. Uh, theory. I'm with that theater room. I want the theater to release the Lucas cut of Revenge of the Sith. You know there is one. Just stuff they didn't put in the movie. Yeah. Hey, Theory, could you shout my friend out, Luke? You know, join the Knights of Melvin and get a trial of We Read Vito's. Vader Episode 2 VIP viewing in Theory's theater room. <laughs> yeah, let's all go. If y'all don't watch Princess Bride at some point, I'll riot. Uh, yo, first super Grogu is here to stay in the Star Wars universe. Could I hear you to describe how you like him to age, taller, talking, pupils? I actually don't want him to necessarily develop speech like Yoda. I'd I'd prefer it if like he did talks mostly. Normally. Well, no, no, no. Like if he mostly talks through um, like emotions or the Gestures force or whatever. Or... I'd like that a little bit more actually. Yeah, because isn't there something? off about him like doesn't doesn't it seem like he has some kind of developmental thing going on you think he's just so young that he can't he's a baby what the f what he's 50 years old he got trained by jedi but he can't speak yeah Come but yoda on, lives like over 10 times the age of a normal person so that makes bro, every grogu young five. in that temple can talk bro grogu's five grogu is 50 he's literally like he has developed he's got speech issues he was in the short bus, okay? Look, I didn't want to say it. He, all he does is, Batu. Batu. I'm down with that. Now I miss Grogu. Uh, thanks for this first super Thardog. Yo, Theory, room house tour. When, when is Melvin coming on? How have you not seen Princess <laughs> Bride, Josh? I was talking about it. I've definitely seen I it. I think it's I saw so Princess cool. Bride before I, was, before I even saw Star Wars. No, it's super awesome. I love that movie. Let's refresh where we refresh. Were. Oh shit, that was good. It wasn't me. Who was it? All right, it was me. Who the hell was it then? Nah, it was me. Yeah, I know. Okay, Age is relative to how you grow, Josh. Your dogs are less than a year old. Yeah, and my dogs are out there speaking two languages. Will there ever be a Vader episode one remastered? Uh, yeah, there is a 4K version. I've just never uploaded it. 
Whoa. Um, I was going to remaster it and change a whole bunch of stuff CG wise, but then I'm like, you know what? Might as well just save that money and uh, yeah, do that after everything's done. And then I'll release a super cut where like everything is together. It'll be like 45 minutes or something like that. Like that'll be hour. sweet. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, how are you, Theory? How are you, Josh? I'm good. Doing well. Yeah, doing Chill. well. It's a good day. Theory, FYI, Josh was bagging on Canadian culinary habits on today's morning stream. Yo, y'all are the worst. What Canadian <laughs> culinary habits? Oh, so do you do the mayonnaise and the fries? Dip your that's fries a, in that's mayo? That's a European thing. Oh, is it? Okay, because we, we heard that that was a Canadian thing. I like poutine. Y'all did real good with that one. Great. You want to read the next few? I actually can't see that very well. Um, wow, dude. Yeah, that's why I need the 20 million stem cells in my eyeballs. Break. All right, let me see if I can. Can I get? Okay, I think I can. Yeah, I can ignore Elise's real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from here. Dan the man says, done skip my $20 super chat. Sorry, Dan. You're the best, Dan. Uh, uh, this this dude, who, whose name is Crazy, says, the sequels were good in their own right. They had their flaws, but I liked them anyway. I just wish that Duel of the Fates was made instead of The Rise of Skywalker. That's fair. I'm, I'm sure many people agree with you there, my man. Michael Rosé, with a very generous $20 holla, says, they added the Java Bar dance scene in Return of the Jedi Special Editions is a precursor to the prequels. Fair. Uh, the way it's shot and feels, it's a prequel scene in an original movie. Josh is so right. The first two episodes, send link. Damn, guys, did you hear that crazy thing he said? Josh is so right. <laughs> Josh is so right. I'm just going to read that over and over again. All right, Chris Campbell says with the $5 holla. <coughs> Man, it's hard. This is hard work, guys. Theory does this all the time, and I just sit back and make stupid jokes, and now I have to do this. Okay, Chris Kimball says, I just wanted to say, Theory and Den, thanks for everything. You always make my day-slash-night eventful which plenty of, with pl plenty of info. Can't wait for Book of Boba. My bit! I can't wait for Book of Boba either, dude. It's going to be sick. Uh, Jabba Dahat says, you see my question? Will you play movie battles too? Will you play movie battles too? What's movie battles? What are you talking about, bro? I don't know what you're talking about. Alex Burns with a $5 hella says, you guys should react to DC fandom live together this year. You know, let's talk about that for a second, Alex. DC fandom, last year when I covered it, we got struck, I think, like three or four times with copyright stuff, okay? I don't think I'm even going to live stream uh dc fandom i might talk about it afterwards in a stream i might like or you know talk about some of the stuff but like warner brothers is kind of the worst when it comes to copyright information and stuff like that so even though i like dc a lot uh probably won't be doing that Ooh, smash ultimate this dude says we should play smash ultimate together you ever uh, you ever play smash yeah when i was a kid oh man i love smash bros yeah, now I have to pee. Let's pass it off. I'm gonna pass it off to you, bro. <laughs> There's all that water. Um, I wasn't joking about thinking of suicide after the last Jedi, but got the help I needed. But still, cinema can have impact on people's mental health. Well, I'm glad you got help, man. And I fully agree that it can definitely impact people's mental health because, you know, um, we hold these characters at such a high value. 
of saving us in, you know, whatever we're going through in life. And when you see that character is not the character that you thought he was and um, himself commits suicide, it can affect people who aren't, I would say, in the right frame of mind and seeing things perhaps in a more balanced way. So I'm glad that you got help because um, we need you, man. The world needs you. Don't forget that. Thoughts on the Clone Wars, the end of season five. If you don't remember, it is when Ahsoka gets framed. Yeah, well, I hope we get to see what happens with Barris. Anakin's the best Jedi, I don't care. Yeah. Your stream is the only thing I look forward to outside of work. You are the biggest Star Wars YouTuber on the site, and watching you has changed my life. <laughs> That's nice, dude. Thank you. It's nice to get see that. Going to Galaxy's Edge tomorrow. Psyched. Have fun, dude. Uh, what is the new Star Wars game being rumored? I don't know. I got to ask Josh about that once he's back from his tinkle. I honestly don't know anyone who likes the sequels, and I feel like the people that do watch those first. It's possible. Much love. Been watching since the start. Josh, will you ever get theory to talk about your about the inheritance cycle? And would you listen to my band, Escarian? I got to ask Josh about that. I don't know what that's about. What's the inheritance cycle? Oh, great book series about dragon riders. Uh, Aragon books. Aragon. Oh, yeah. What? Dude, like Christopher Paolini. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. That's called the inheritance cycle. Dude, have you read all of them? I haven't read all of them, no. I read Aragon when it first came out, and he he didn't even have that book in bookstores yet. He was handing them out on uh, a, 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 a truck or something like that. Bro, have you read the second one? Um, the, the second one's one of my Ender favorite or something books like of all em- Ember, time. What was it called? Eldest? Yeah, so Eldest, I think. Dude, yeah, that no. is one of my favorite books of all time. The third one's a little shaky. The fourth one is amazing. But that second book is incredible, dude. It's incredible. You should definitely I, I, read it. I'd love to read it. Yeah. I might reread it. You might. I'm, I might have to reread that now. I love that book. Don't usually get to catch Nerd Theory Live, so I just wanted to show you some love for my two favorite people on YouTube. What's your hype level for Visions? Like I'm pretty a, high on it. Yeah, like a 7.8. Bro, I'm at a 9, man. I'm at a 9 for this. You can't be at a 9. That means what? Like you're at a yes. 9 for Kenobi? What are you at a 10 for Kenobi? 10 for Kenobi. Just, a, just that's all it takes. Just one notch for Kenobi from Visions. Come on. Really? Well, no, but that, but but hype level doesn't necessarily mean like where is this thing in comparison to the other, right? Like I, I also know that Visions is going to be like 15 minutes long each non-canon anime so it's like dude it's not going to do what kenobi does for me but for what it is i'm on i'm on cloud nine with that dude i'm on cloud nine with that give me the anime star wars put it in my eyeballs bro you know what i love anime you know i love my anime my japanese stuff i got a katana lightsaber behind me you know what i mean like i like this stuff i'm gonna whip it out and i'll grab the katana give me one second Theory, no need for stem cell stuff. Just get the Danny DeVito art critic wig. All right, sure. The droid army of the No Sand Gang loves you and says, Roger, Roger. Hey, love you guys too. Look at this. Will you be making it to the Vancouver comic and toy show? Uh, No, I won't. I didn't know about that. See the katana? That's cool. The katana base, yeah. What's up? Well, you're ready for Visions far before Visions was the thing. Yeah, 
Yeah, I was. You probably, uh, yo, probably watch you two way more than I should, but big up. Are you looking forward to the Indy 5? Yeah, definitely. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we'll see. See how it goes, you know. Elisa's Gen Z. She says, I'm Gen Z and I'm not down with the sequels. How dare you? To be fair, she hasn't seen them, though. Oh. Maybe you guys should watch them. We were going to. She, You know what? Yeah, yeah. We were, we were definitely going to. In fact, yeah. Den of Shills hasn't showed his woman the sequels? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Surprising. Yeah, I know. But I'm not really, like, all about them, though. You know what I mean? I'd rather... Uh, I'd rather watch the prequels again or watch the OT stuff, to be honest, or Mando, you know? I kind of just want to change my tune for a week just for fun and not tell anybody. Well, I guess not. What you mean? People. And just be like, you know what, guys? I had a revelation. The sequels are amazing. The most amazing movie ever. And just see what people say for a full week. You know what that reminds me of? Have you ever played the game Secret Hitler? No. Okay, so it's this game where like there's only a couple of people at the table that are like like one of them's Hitler and one of them's like someone else, right? And the whole idea is you're trying to everybody acts like they're not Hitler. Mm -hmm. I remember one time before playing Secret Hitler, I said, no matter what, I'm going to act like I am Hitler this entire game. And I played the entire game acting as though I was Hitler and I made a corny uh, German accent the entire time. That's wow. kind of that's kind of like what you're talking about right there. As a uh, fellow German, I'm triggered by that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my man is triggered. Well, that's a terrible accent. Wow, should be canceled. Uh, a Oh, racist. Uh, David Fieldsman Fieldsend sends five bucks. Thanks, man. Uh, thoughts on Grogu's future? What do you think he will come to be? We answered that one. Moon movie bros and moonlighting on this channel. Oh my god. Yeah, the movie oh, bros are moonlighting. Thanks, Parth. Hey, Theory, first time catching one of your live streams. What's up, man? We read through Elisa's. Would you guys ever play Smash? Yes. Would you guys react to DC Fandom live together this year? Would you want to do that? I, I kind of said, I answered that one when you were gone, and it's just too tough with the copyright stuff. I'm probably, I might do a <laughs> video or a stream about it, but like, bro, last year when we did it, I got like three or four copyright claims. Like everything. You know how Warner Brothers is. They're horrible, bro. Yeah, but whatever. We just won't make money off it. Screw it. Just, yeah, but I mean... Mm, mm, Warner <laughs> Brothers. I don't know. I'll think about it. Let's <laughs> see my question. Will you play movie battles too? I've played it before, sure. Um, I What's do. movie battles? What is that? It's a fun game. It's a modded game. Okay. It's like they take the characters, the... the they take the models from Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, and they mod them and they just make it into like this very playable sandbox, customizable versus battle. That seems battle. fun. That sounds it's really cool. fun. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, Movie duels is great too. Hmm. Just want to say, Theory and Den, thanks for everything. Y'all will always make my day night eventful with plenty of info. Can't wait for Book of Boba. We're going to have a lot to discuss with Book of Boba. Uh, yeah. That's going to be an epic show. It's going to blow people away. And I can't wait for all the Boba haters to have to eat it after Boba's Boba the most haters. Vito is a Boba hater, bro. Star Wars Santa is a Boba hater. I'm surrounded by Boba haters. That's two people. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> but they're, they're so powerful. But they're always on either side of me. Mm, I just, uh, the 
The added the Jabba bar dance scene in Return of the Jedi Special Edition as a precursor to the prequels, the way it's shot and feels. It's like a prequel scene in an original movie. Josh is so right with the first two prequels. <coughs> Wait, I didn't link. hear that part. Can you read that part again? They added the Jabba bar dance scene in Return of the Jedi Special Edition. It's a precursor to the prequels, the way it's shot and feels. It's a prequel scene in an original movie. Josh no, is not so that right. part. Yeah, that part. Can you read that part again? Josh is so right. The first two, the first two prequels. Send link. Just wafting in that. <clears throat> I don't understand. What are you? What are you? Why are you wafting? Because he said I was so right. About what? Everything. No, he's talking about the, the uh, prequel movies. But I'll just clown him. But what about them? It's like went right over my head. He said I was so right about the prequels, like all the things that I said about them. He's talking about how the special edition Java scene sort of like, like sets you up for what the prequels is going to be like, like just kind of silly, goofy, like extravagant. What awesome. I was saying is, yeah, awesome. I was saying that nobody said told the dude no, and I think that's what he's actually referring to here. Is like Probably, if you look yeah. at the special editions, like nobody told George no for the special editions either. Yeah, I agree. And he, with that. And he was like, yeah, I'm just going to go in there and do what I want, you know. The sequels were good in their own right. They had their flaws, but I like them anyways. I just wish that Duel of the Fates was made instead of, yeah. Mm -hmm. Done skip my 20 soup. Ah, well, lit stream. Dan the man. I hope I got to it now, right? Maybe. Didn't we? Maybe. I don't like missing people's soups. Maybe. Maybe it was very early on. <clears throat> Could have been early. It's possible, my apprentice. It's possible. Ah, hey guys, sorry for not being more clear on my comment last week. Dune is a fan film. I made that premiered last week. You can find it if you look up Echo Base TV number three at the 209 mark. Been trying to get Josh to watch it for ages. Wait, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, No, he sent me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did a Star Wars fan film. Okay, I see what he's saying. Because last week he was talking about Dune, I think. I don't remember. What's this about? He's got. I, I don't remember the exact thing, but we he we must have like just totally misunderstood what he was saying last week. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. I believe episode one of Mando mentions Grogu is mentioned to be in his 60s. What? Mm, no. He said he was 50. 50. Can you react to Chad Vader? What's that? I'm Russian. That is why my name is like that. Right on, brother. Nice. Hey, love the content. Been a Star Wars theory fan for years now. The Book of Boba Fett episode title did drop. Look it up. I want to hear some theories. Josh is on it. Hey guys, you I'm should play it. some Battlefront 2 with me. We really love to chat you guys up. Oh, chat to you guys. Why don't you want to chat us up? I love how you guys bring the fans together so well. My GT is Darth Theo 02. I haven't played that game in a long time, bro. Me neither. Probably not, probably not getting I, on it. To and be I probably honest. won't. Yo, one of my buddies is working on the design of that Star Wars uh, Hunters game, though. Like, isn't that a MOBA or whatever? Like the mobile, yeah, no, it's yeah. on. Weird switch or whatever yeah yeah, yeah yeah so he's on that he's on that team or whatever he's telling me he's really fun, excited about what they're doing i'll play it yeah i'm gonna check it out 
Um, will you play Movie Battles 2? Two, two got updated. Sure. If I asked, do you think George Lucas would return? If asked, do you think George Lucas would return? No. No, but he could be begged into and pleaded and paid to return. Do not let Disney find out about the Inheritance Saga. What do you Why, mean? They'll buy it and ruin it. Put somebody good in charge of it, bro. That original movie sucked. Clearing up my earlier super. Neither of you are shills. Y'all are both the best. Screw the haters. Y'all make nerdy stuff so much more enjoyable. That's great. Thanks. That's very sweet. Thank you. Hey, Theory. <laughs> Siri goes off on my phone. Anyways, love you both. Wearing my nerd theory shirt to represent. Oh, thanks, dude. Nice. Yeah. Love when you guys support us. I just read the article of Marsha Lucas, and we knew J.J. Abrams and K.K. never felt the magic of Star Wars, period. Yeah, it's the game is supposed to be produced by the ones who created Detroit. Yeah, I'm looking mm -hmm. forward to it. I just don't know what it's going to be about, though. Uh, just open world, probably. It's probably just, you know, we don't know setting or anything. We like need a that, good multiplayer game. Dude, I would like love an for an MMO. Dude, I want a new MMO so bad for Star Wars, but what can it's you a do? Sabak match between Solo and Dash Rendar, who wins? Oh, probably Dash Rendar. Dash was pretty good, bro. Like if you could bring idea. one person back from the Star Wars universe, who would it be and why? One person back? What do you mean? Like that's dead or whatever? Or from Legends or whatever? I mean, I'd, I think Plagueis is an awesome character. He'd be great. Nihilus is fun. Dash Rendar is great. Mar Jade. Kyle Katarn. A couple good ones. Probably Palpatine. <laughs> My man. That's what JJ and that's what the the the, the, the brilliant team over at Lucas. Well no, they mean out. into like into real life, right? Wait, he's talking about real life? I thought he was talking about real life. He's talking about for a movie, dog. Oh, they were like breaking case of emergency. Palpatine. Yeah. Right. Hmm. You ever notice that Hitler called his soldiers stormtroopers? What's your take on this being implemented to Star Wars? You guys are dope. Yeah, it probably had a lot it's of meant to influence. Evoke that. Yeah, it's yeah. meant to evoke that idea. Yeah. I wish we stopped getting Star Wars content after the events of Order 66. Can we get before prequels? I think we will with the Acolyte Show. Damn, did I? I'm sorry, Darth. Missed my last super chat, but I'll throw some more bones for it just so you don't have to look for it. I said, much love to both of you. Will you have M on for the 15th charity stream asking for all the fans? <laughs> uh, I, can the bring M, I can bring M on and Nikki on at the same time on uh, Theory Talks. It's so a we'll simp fest. Yeah. It's a simp fest. Nothing wrong. Just simp responsibly. That's what I always say. Hey, honored to have hot female fans. It's great. Yep. Makes my chats a lot more engaged. <laughs> Uh, I wish they so tyrannical when it comes to fair use. So many unjust copyright claims. If you want to watch Star Wars and film yourself doing it, it's fair use. Period. Yeah, which I'm starting to learn, which is kind of weird. yeah. But but okay, but it's not about what's legally fair use. It's about what's enforceable via the platforms, right? So like YouTube has built their system in a way that like yeah, it's fair use, and you'll still just lose. So like mm. if you if you have a ton of money and you want to do this court battle and really drag it out, you could absolutely do that. And a couple of people have before, 
but uh, it's very costly. It's very, very costly. And so the system is unfair. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude, when we, I lost my channel for a week. I lost my live streaming channel for a week covering a stream co or covering a trailer that Warner Brothers had put out. I was watching a trailer and I was reacting to it and I was reacting positively to it. And they struck me. I appealed it thinking, oh, well, this is obviously fair use. I'll just get it passed. No, your channel's gone for a week. Hmm. Now, I could have like taken it to court. I could have like actually, but that's like thousands and thousands of dollars. And it's just, it doesn't make sense to do that unless something's really, really bad is at stake, you know? Yeah, I've had some interesting claims myself. Um, but once you lawyer up, everything's fine because they just don't want to go through the hassle of it. Well, it kind of depends. I mean, they probably don't want to, but to them, I mean, it just really depends, man. You know what I mean? But it's not about fair use. It is not about what's right. It's about what you can. It's a judicial system. It's not a justice system. Just so you all know, it's been researched. Anakin isn't introduced in The Phantom Menace around the same time Luke is in A New Hope and have around the same amount of screen time. Wrong. It's just wrong. Like yeah, around this around the same time, around the same time, maybe like if you very loosely consider it around the same time and have around the same screen. Uh, nah, nah. Well, I'm sorry, Ronan. I missed your super says hi guys. Missed my super chat. Check it out. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he would have just put his super chat in there. But yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta go find it. My bad. <laughs> Hey guys, hope you do nerd council again. I'll also volunteer as tribute to <laughs> council if there's an opening. Cheers. Lowell, you had it right, Josh. Last week I hyped it, premiered, and saying it was canon. Theory read it and tried to look it up and said, I don't know what this is. Oh. I still don't fully know what he's talking about. We were we must have been we went on a wild goose chase looking for a movie, I think. The Dune thing? The Doom, yeah, maybe like a Dune Star Wars thing or something like that, but it was actually his movie he was talking about. Oh, okay. I like I like vaguely remember it because we were really confused. Still am. Chad Vader is a season four, a four season YouTube series that had Vader working in a grocery market voiced by the guy voiced Vader in Battlefront 2. That's pretty funny. That's amazing, dude. That That's sounds hilarious. That's pretty good. That's pretty damn good. That's super fun. Um do I have a Star Wars toy collection? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I'd have to change my underwear if Dash Rendar shows up in Book of Boba. Used to have. Oh, could you imagine? That is not something I have heard at all, but I would love it. That would be amazing, bro. Do you think Vader hunted down Kiati Mundi's kids? Probably not. No, he probably did. It's probably opening scene of Kenobi. Is Vader all these long, -headed, long, long headed babies, and he's like, pss, 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 makes them into kebabs or something? Syrian. Uh, Cerulean, Cerian. That was his, uh, that was a species. Cool. Cerian, yeah. Uh, mint back from the dead. Okay. What does that mean? I don't mint know. back from the dead. 
Theory, do you think Book of Boba will show us Cad Bane face to face? Yeah, Josh, do you yeah. think we will ever see Adam Warlock finally show up in Guardians Three? Yes. Yeah. Tell him, Josh. Tell him. Tell him I don't what? Know what that was referring to, but yeah. Do you think Plagueis makes it to the big screen? Probably not, but I wish he would. Yeah, that'd be sick. Mint, dead, and from the movies or legends? What? I don't know what that means. Oh, he meant dead and from the movies or legends. When he was the dude that said, bring a character back. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Thanks, man. Sorry, I didn't understand. Um, I'd bring back Vichy would be kind of cool. Dude, Vichy would be sweet. I'd like this shit. That'd be nice. Miss my other earlier chat. Darn, any chance you do another character video of other EU characters, kind of like Cadis one you did? It was amazing. Oh, you mean the one that I did just uh, yesterday? Is that what I'm talking about? How I just like briefly mentioned it? Or do you mean like a full on like character video about it? Because I've done that too. Probably that. That's probably what you're talking about. Perhaps. Let me refresh. See what we get here. What happens if you have to rise? Is his life dead? <clears throat> no, his life dead is. I think the life get, that gets passed passed down, doesn't it? Probably. To like next of kin. Yeah. Still can't believe they fake out killed Chewy. What a stupid plot. Yeah. You know the worst part of that was where they do the Michael Bay shot of the Knights of Ren and you got them all standing on the rock and you do like the 360 shot on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like yeah. I was like, dude, oh, let's go. Knights of Ren about to get it. And then nothing, bro. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Literally dude. nothing. They just cut to any. You don't even see them take Chewy. Don't you do an FNT for the laser swords too? I don't understand FNTs or NFTs. N N NFTs. I know. We'll talk about it sometime. Yeah, we've so we got to figure it out. Yeah. Get a project going on. It'd be cool. But, uh, oh, hi, Mark. Mark? Is Mark <laughs> in the chat? Yo, are we playing chess tonight, dude? Y'all be playing that chess, though, huh? You looted me last night. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, we, we play chess in VR. On our oh, Oculus. yeah, yeah, yeah. You were telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a good cool. time. Yeah, yeah it's a good cool. time. Yeah. But uh, he was like on his boat all day yesterday or whatever. Yeah, I saw something on Instagram. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Getting some getting some fishes before L the living game. A nice, or living a nice life, buddy. Yeah, we're living here. a nice night. Just back down there in Florida doing your thing. Damn. Mm hmm. He says, uh, what does he say? I was like, let me call him, but remembered it's Monday. Yeah, well, okay, we're going to finish up in a minute and then yeah. make the game. Do it. Yo, Mark should play some uh, Duty with us. Does he play Duty? He should play some Duty with yeah. us on Thursday, bro. Dude, he was addicted to that game. Oh, snap. He can carry me then. He doesn't play as much anymore, though. Ooh. Yeah. All he does is go on his boat. Yeah, and make sick crypto moves. Big deals, yeah. Yeah, fat deals. Secure the bag, you know. Mark's like that Bond villain that gets away and like lives on his boat, like somewhere in the Caribbean. 
bro, you are blowing up his spot big time right now. But that is exactly who Mark is. This is yeah. Mark, man. Yeah. Dude, I want more Shadows of the Empire stuff. They make maybe a remake. Love the story. Much love, guys. I'd be down with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd love it if they went to the old stuff and maybe made that a little bit. Uh, eh, then you have to make a canon, just make it, make it live action. Yeah, make it just like you did with uh, Visions. Doesn't have to be canon. Mm -hmm. Just have mm -hmm. fun. Knights of Ren were a huge letdown. Yeah, they were pretty dope. Though. Big time. So were the Sith Troopers, though. Let's not forget about the Sith Troopers. Yeah, what? The, they're just painters. Let's paint not forget red. about that, bro. You know what? You know why I feel really stupid about this is because San Diego Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, the year before. The Sith Troopers was the whole John. They showed it out. They showed it off. They had the detailed description. It was so hype, man. It was all the exclusive merch for Comic-Con that year was Sith Trooper stuff. And I told people, I looked into this camera like a big old dummy. And I said, it's not going to be like it was with Captain Phasma. These these characters are actually going to do something. They're going to be sick. And let's all buy all this. Ah! You know, and then nothing. dude. They did even less than the Knights of Ren. Oh, damn, I have a cult. Theory, Theory diet cult. Nice. Good for you. What does that mean? Like a... What's that movie? Midsummer. Midsummer. Yeah. Freaky. Josh and Theory comic coming soon. And yeah. You got you to gotta read my pitch document, my man. I know, dude. I Yeah. I know. It's all good. Yeah. We'll get you. We'll get you on it. <laughs> You did a Cadus one last year that was in-depth about the character. As someone who didn't have a lot of Legends exposure at the time, I loved it. Oh, good. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I could bring some of those videos back. Cool, cool, cool. Not back, but I could just continue. Yeah, I did too, actually. I forgot about them. Super disappointing, bro. And then the idea of them bringing Revan back in an art book that talks about the Sith Troopers. I was like, Pfft. Anyway. Cover theory and flowers and put Josh in a bear carcass. Oh, yeah, that movie. Sounds kind of hot. The movie is so messed up. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty messed up, but it's a scary movie, so I didn't watch it. It was, yeah, but it was it was thrilling. Yeah, but it was scary, so I didn't watch it, though. Yeah, you got to watch it now, then. Is there anything you guys are excited for? Uh, yeah. Nah, man. Life's life is sad. <laughs> nah, life's sad, and I don't like it much. And excited to be alive. Things are things are down, and I stub my toes all the time, and you know I've got brittle nails, and so no. Yeah, I think this is where the stream ends. So we appreciate you guys. Hey, he Let's asked back, me right? about it. You know, he asked me honestly. He wanted my take on life. What is my take on life? It's a never-ending cycle of suffering where you have to deal with all these ridiculous things called human beings <clears throat> that's what it's like sound like an old man what about a general <laughs> grievous origin show on disney plus each episode would be the tell would tell the stories of how he became a jedi killer that'd be cool there's a sweet comic about it they could just bring that comic to life and then we get dooku back i'm all about getting dooku back oh are we going to review this on movie bros what movie halloween trailer dropped today When's it come out? Is that come out on the? Maybe that October comes out on the. Something. No, that comes out the same day that Venom does. No, I think it comes out. Second. No, you're right. It does come out the fifteenth. It does come out the fifteenth. Hey, that's when's when Venom was going? To when's Venom going to be streaming? Not for a while. Not for a while. You're gonna have to get out to the theater, bro. Trust me, I. I'd rather stream it as well, but. 
Okay, chat. Thanks for chilling with us. Make sure you watch my video tomorrow if you want more information on everything that Marshall Lucas said, uh, or also what Howard said and a few others. Just regarding Star Wars, the process of making Star Wars, the process of uh, movie making today, which is so vastly different, uh, and it's explained through their eyes and their experiences. Um, how everything's so corporate now, and it goes through like a funnel of like 30 different people, which is unfortunate, whereas before mm. it was just like one person that gave a green light and went, and went to make the movie. Mm. All right, chat. We love you. We'll catch you later. Have a great night. Peace. Peace. And you're sounding like a separatist.